Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin! Oh, hi there! Welcome back to Pflugerville! And thanks for tuning in to Kapow's Power of Invention podcast! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat! Here with my co-host, Guy Neville! Uh, thanks, Kapow. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Wake up, Kapow! It's podcast time, not nap time! Oh, my bad! Sorry, I'm just tired from working earlier! You see, Lucy Wow and I did a shift in her mom's taco truck earlier, which meant I had to make tons of tacos! And eat tons of tacos! <laughs> I'm pooped and full! The taco truck was out in Pflugerville? Why didn't you call me? I love a good taco. And I love a good truck. I would have called you, but I accidentally ate my phone. I thought it was a taco. Oh, oh well. Uh, next time. You know, I wonder how Lucy's mom came up with the idea of a taco truck. It's, uh, it's pretty brilliant. Oh, she did it! I mean, she is really smart. But food on wheels is an invention that dates back to the Wild West. Wait, uh, really? Yeah, totally! Wanna hear about it? I sure do. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Okay, now types of moving kitchens had existed for generations. After all, people can't always make it home for lunch. But the first real food truck dates back to those rooting, tooting days of cowboys and cowgirls. The Wild West! Now, of course they didn't have cars back then, or trucks. So these mobile kitchens were called chuck wagons. Uh, chuck wagons? Why were they called that? Don't rush me, buddy! The chuck wagon was invented in 1866 by Charles Goodnight, a Texas rancher known as the father of the Texas Panhandle. Oh, I get it. Chuck is a nickname for Charles. 
So truck wagons are named after their inventors. E incorrect! The term chuck wagon comes from chuck, a slang term for food back then. Huh, shoot, I hate it when I guess wrong. <laughs> so why did Chuck invent the chuck wagon in the first place? Well, after the Civil War, Texas cattle range expanded. Cattle men and women started herding cattle in parts of the country that were far away from towns or even railroad stops. This distance from home meant that cow herders had to be fed out on the range where the deer and antelope play. So Chuck turned a covered wagon into a kitchen to make sure those cowpokes didn't get all hungry and hangry. He added a chuck box or food holder to the back of the wagon with drawers and shelves for storage space and a hinged lid to provide a flat working surface. A water barrel was also attached to the wagon so he could serve a drink with dinner. Okay, so what kind of food did they serve? Kimchi burritos? Gourmet smash burgers, tofu tacos. No way, Jose! This wasn't fancy food. Chuck Wagon served items that would last for a long time since they had to travel so far. The food was stuff like beans, salted meats, coffee, and biscuits. There was no fresh fruit, no veggies, and no eggies. The chefs that ran the Chuck Wagons were called cookies. But a cookie didn't just cook. They often also acted as a barber and a dentist. So the same person fed you and cut your hair and cleaned your choppers. Now, while these chuck wagons weren't fancy, they did bring food where it was needed. And soon they started to travel off the range and back into the city. After all, a city is a big place and people gotta eat. By 1890, chuck wagons were even serving sausages to university students at Yale, Princeton, and Harvard. Talk about brain food. Okay, so chuck wagons were popular with cowboys and college kids, but uh, when did they turn into food trucks? Well, the first real food truck was the Wienermobile, invented in 1936. The Wienermobile was a big truck shaped like a hot dog on a bun. The Wienermobile was made to advertise the one and only Oscar Meyer Wiener. Once it was up and running, the Wienermobile traveled the U.S., rolling up at schools, orphanages, parades, and hospitals. People loved it! Ugh, I've seen a Wienermobile. That's right! Those high-speed hot dogs are still around today. Their impact was huge! But something even bigger was coming to the world of wheelie treats. In Los Angeles in the 1970s, a man named Raul Martinez bought an old van and turned it into a mobile kitchen that would specialize in making one thing, tacos. He named it King Taco. Now, Raul's friend thought he was crazy. Who would want a taco cooked in a truck? But Raul believed in himself and his invention. He set up a shop in East LA and sold $70 worth of tacos on the first night. Whoa, that's a lot of tacos. And his truck only got more popular. Soon he had three trucks roaming LA and even opened up a restaurant, which is now an LA institution. Thanks to King Taco, people started buying up vans all over the country. And these vans served all sorts of cheap comfort foods, from cheeseburgers to pupusas. These comfort foods were the cheapest and easiest kinds of grub to make in a truck. <laughs> I'm so hungry, are we done? Not just yet. In 2008, a few things combined to change the food truck game. First, the Great Recession of the late 2000s hit America. 
This was a touchy time for people financially, and a lot of chefs from top restaurants were losing their jobs. With no place else to show off their skills, they turned to food trucks that were cheap to buy and easy to run. It was this group of skilled chefs that started making food trucks experimental and fancy. So they took the recipes from fancy sit-down restaurants and adjusted them so you could eat them on the street? Exactly! People love all this new and interesting food rolling down the block. But then something else happened. The rise of social media. You see, before social media, if you were hungry, you just had to find a taco truck. After all, trucks move around. But with social media, a food truck could let you know where they'd be. LA chef Roy Choi's Korean BBQ truck, Kogi BBQ, was the first food truck to really take advantage of Twitter. He would post where he'd park and people would rush over and start lining up for his new and exciting mashup of Mexican and Korean food. And they've been lining up ever since. Nowadays in any city in the US, you can find food trucks serving everything from grilled cheese to kimchi tartar tots to Vietnamese lobster rolls. Food trucks may have started out as just getting cowboys fed, but they ended up bringing new foods into existence and turning street corners into hot spots. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I could go for a little food truck action right now. You know what? I could too. In fact, I follow a tin can truck on Twitter that makes delicious tin can tots. Uh, well, let's not rush to any decisions. After all, part of the fun of food trucks is the variety. Anyway, kids, Kapow and I are going to start researching dinner. But if you have any questions on food trucks, Chuck Wagons, Pflugerville, the great guy Neville, or little old me, send it to Kapow at GoKidGo.com. You might even get your question read live on the show. And don't forget to go check out GoKidGo.com and pick up some cool Kapow merch. Now, go make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. And then... Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.